Thanks to Notion for supporting the Productivity Show. Where do I find that one urgent piece of information quickly and with my sanity intact? Try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash TPS, all lowercase. Thanks also to Masterclass for supporting the show. This holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash TPS. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash TPS. Offer terms apply. This episode is also supported by NetSuite, easy-to-use cloud-based business management software for every aspect of your business. Take advantage of NetSuite's special financing offer at netsuite.com slash TPS. Let's talk about your 2024 goals. Have you tried goal setting in the past and failed at accomplishing your goals? Then you don't want to miss this episode where I share the personal strategic planning method to help you set goals and achieve them without losing motivation along the way. Welcome to the Productivity Show, a podcast where we believe that people like you can get the important things done without sacrificing health, family, and things that matter to you. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the show. My name is Tam Pham. I'm the founder and CEO of Asian Efficiency, where we help people become more productive at work and in life. And today we have another solo episode. Normally I do this with my co-host Brooks Duncan, but today I want to share with you my personal method for goal setting. Now, if you're new to the podcast, uh, a quick introduction. So we have basically three philosophies when it comes to productivity. One, happy people are productive people. Two, one tweak a week is all it takes to make massive productivity gains. And three, we always want everything we do to be simple and actionable. So by the end of this episode, you will have something simple and actionable that you can take away and implement. Now, if you ever want to get in touch with us, you can always contact us at podcast at asianefficiency.com. We would love to hear from you, whether it's topic ideas, things you want to suggest to us or anything else. We always appreciate your feedback. And you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Now, we always like to kick off our episodes with our top three favorite resources, and this is no different. So the first one is actually an online course that we've created that I want to recommend called the 90-Day Goal-Getter Course. And this is kind of our method for setting and achieving goals. And this is actually something I will break down in today's episode. And funny enough, we release this course once a year for enrollments. And today, as this episode is being released, is actually open for enrollments. So we do this once a year. And if you go to theproductivityshow.com slash goals, you can go there and enroll for the course because it's only open for one week and only open once a year. But this is the method that we teach all of our clients on how to set goals, create a plan, and accomplish your goals in a shorter period of time. And I'm going to break down today's episode on how we do this. But if you want to enroll, go to theproductivityshow.com slash goals. The second resource I want to recommend is a relatively new thing I got recently. It's the Therabody Power Dots. Now, I've been always a big fan of direct electric currents and using that for your workouts. At my gym, we have this device called the NewFit, which is amazing for rehabbing, but also for uh, electrical stimulation to contract more muscles. But you can actually have uh, something very similar at home that you can use that's less expensive called the Therabody Power Dot. It helps you recover faster, stimulate more muscles, contract more muscles, and more intensely when you do your workouts. And I've been using it mostly for improving recovery. And I found this to be very helpful after playing a lot of pickleball and I need more blood flow to recover faster. So go check out Therabody Power Dots. 
The third resource I want to recommend is a book called Zag, Z-A-G, by Marty Neumeyer. Now, this book is all about creating a brand that stands out. And what I like about this book is that it shows a lot of examples and case studies, and it gives you a lot of ideas why you want to, one, differentiate yourself and your company and your brand, but also how to do it as well. And it gives you a lot of ideas of how you can do it yourself. And so if you're you know, running a business, you're building a brand, I highly recommend you check out this book. It's kind of the idea of like when everyone's taking you zag, and it sounds good in theory, but how do you actually do that? And this book is a great example of showcasing how you can do that. So go check out this book. Everything that I just mentioned will be in the show notes. So you can just swipe and we'll have links there. But you can also go to theproductivityshow.com and find links there as well. All right, let's talk about goal setting, shall we? So I want to give you some context and a backstory of how I discovered the method that I use today for setting goals. So if you're unfamiliar with my story, uh, I grew up in the Netherlands. Uh, My parents were both refugees, but my dream was always to live in the United States. So I was fortunate enough after school to move to Los Angeles, and I actually ended up dropping out after two years. And my parents were definitely not happy when I did that because it's uh, cardinal sin number one of any Asian kid, which is dropping out of school. But I did it because I had an opportunity to work under this guy who became my mentor. His name is Nick. And I learned so much work underneath him. He had a life coaching business in LA. And one of the things I learned from his was strategic planning. And he did this every quarter for his business. And so every quarter he would sit down, map out the strategy, map out what he wanted to focus on. And after every session, he would then come to me and say, hey, Tan, this is what we're trying to do for the company over the next 90 days. I want you to focus on X, Y, and Z, and then uh, make sure you build these habits, routines, make sure you contact this person, make sure you learn this, and here are the metrics that I'm looking for to make sure that we're on track and that we're achieving our goals for this year. And so all I had to do was just literally just listen to him and be like, okay, got it, Nick. This is what we're going to be doing, and and just carve out the path, right? And so... It was really easy for me because he did all the heavy lifting of strategizing, thinking, creating a roadmap. All I really had to do was just execute it. And so I was really good at executing his goals and the company's goals. But when it came to my personal life where I was trying to set goals for myself, that didn't go according to plan. Now, like you, I would set New Year's resolutions so every year, January 1st, you know, with midnight strikes, I would go, oh yeah, this year I want to do this. You know, I want to build my body. I want to have more money. I want to travel more. I wanted to have all these different things. Now, it wasn't for lack of knowledge that I didn't know how to accomplish my goals. Like I read all the books on goal setting that you might think of, right? If you think of all the classics by some of the gurus out there, like Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy. I mean, I've read all these books and they all had different takes on goal setting. And some of it kind of worked, some of it didn't, some kind of made my life even worse. But for some reason, I just couldn't create a coherent plan to accomplish my goals with consistency. And it would oftentimes land to situations where, I would set the same goals multiple times a year. And then also year after year, set the same goals. And I realized, okay, clearly something is not working. And maybe you're in that situation right now. Have you ever set goals for yourself only to repeat them again midway through the year or even next year or even multiple years, right? 
So it was easy to accomplish the business goals because someone else was telling me what to do and how to do stuff and what to look for. But when I had to do it myself on my own, I kind of lacked maybe the method, if you will, to go from, okay, this is what I want to accomplish. This is my idea, my vision to actually tactically having like a plan that I could execute on every day, every week, every month, and so on. Now, eventually, I kind of figured out a method through different trial and error methods. And it actually came about because I was reading a bunch of books on personal finance and investing. And one of the things I realized was, you know, you had to read the P&Ls, right? Like the income statements, all these different companies, and they have them done on an annual basis. But I would discover that all these companies would have quarterly meetings and quarterly strategy sessions to figure out what they wanted to execute on on their goals and what they would focus on. And I realized, oh yeah, that's what we do at the business as well. Like, why don't we do this on a personal level? Why do we always set goals and New Year's resolutions, but not quarterly goals for ourselves? So I said, okay, maybe there's something there. And so I realized this might be the key to actually accomplish my goals in less time and have a bigger sense of urgency because I always felt like that was lacking. And so I tried it out. I said, you know, let's just try to set a goal for the next 90 days, for the next quarter, essentially. And long story short, using some of the methodology that Nick taught me, and then also from the different books I've read and kind of putting the best pieces together, I was able to create a method that kind of worked for me. And then I realized, oh, it's actually not as hard as I thought it would be. And then I would kind of share with my friends. They would try it out. They would see a lot more progress and success that way. And then I realized, oh, maybe this could work for other people outside of my circle, right? And so when I started Agent Efficiency over a decade ago, I thought, okay, with any coaching client that I work with, let's see if we can apply this methodology with them as well. And so it wasn't until like many, many years ago, back in, I believe, 2018 or 2019, when we first launched the first iteration of the 90 day goal getter course that we put the system out there. And then ever since then, we kind of refined it over the years. And what I realized is that one, yes, it worked for me Two, It worked for the people that I'm close with where I've personally helped them, but also three, it started to work for a lot of different types of clients that I worked with over the years as well. I get asked a lot about productivity tools. And whenever someone starts describing their need for notes, project management, or collaboration, I stop them and say, I'm going to save you some time. Just use Notion. So I was excited to learn that they've launched a new AI tool called Q&A. When your projects get more complex, finding what you're looking for across your entire workspace gets harder. That's where Notion Q&A comes in. It answers any questions you have, making use of your entire database of knowledge to make sure that the answers are actually helpful. I just used it the other day to search for book summaries and conference notes, and it was very helpful and fast. Notion AI can now give you instant answers to your questions using information from across your wiki, projects, docs, and meeting notes. And you can try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash TPS. That's all lowercase letters. You can also ask Q&A questions from anywhere in Notion. So you can find exactly what you need without leaving the doc you're in right now and stay focused on what's important. Plus, you can trust your data is secure because Notion AI is designed to protect your information. No AI models are trained with your information. The data is encrypted 
And ANSYS will never use information from pages you don't have access to. When you use Notion AI, it's even easier to do your most meaningful work. Try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash TPS. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash TPS to try the powerful, easy to use Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Sometimes you know a topic inside out, but hearing someone else's take on it just unlocks brand new insights and helps you think of it a different way. That's what it was like for me when I took Sarah Blakely's self-made entrepreneurship class. Sarah is the founder of Spanx, and in her class, she has a section on time bucketing for entrepreneurs. The way she described her method was so helpful. With Masterclass, you don't need to wonder if you're getting the best class. You can be confident in what you're learning. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best, anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. We're working with Masterclass, and we have a deal for you. With a Masterclass, you can take one-on-one classes from the world's best for $10 a month with your annual membership. And this holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash TPS. Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list because both of you can learn from the best to become your best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking. Whether you're watching a masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app, or on their site, the quality speaks for itself. It's like masterclass instructors are your own personal mentors that are going to help you reach the next level. How much would it cost to take one-on-one classes from the world's best? Easily hundreds to thousands of dollars. With a masterclass annual membership, it's $10 a month. Memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180 plus masterclass instructors. Learn how to negotiate a raise with Chris Voss or manage your relationships with Esther Perel. There are over 180 classes to pick from with new classes added every month like Sarah Blakely's Teach a Self-Made Entrepreneurship that I talked about earlier. Her Sarah Survival Guide was so actionable and a section on self-doubt gave me such a boost. So boost your confidence and find practical takeaways you can apply to your life and at work. And if you own a business or are a team leader, use Masterclass to empower and create future-ready employees and leaders. This holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash TPS. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash TPS. Masterclass.com slash TPS. Offer terms apply. And so the three pillars behind this method, which I now call personal strategic planning, which really is an iteration and an improvement over, you know, strategic planning that people use in companies, but applying it on a personal level, I realized there's three things that are key. One, you need to have clarity. Two, gap analysis. And then three, strategy. So I'm going to go over those three here. And then hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll have your own sort of like roadmap created of the goals that you want to accomplish in the next upcoming year. So let's talk about how personal strategic planning works. And again, I go into more detail inside of our 90 day goal getter course, and it's a seven day video series that you can go through. 
but I want to give you some inspiration and tools that you can use starting today. So again, the three pillars are clarity, gap analysis, and strategy. So let's start with the first one, clarity. So this is actually the thing I would say most of us are really good at. We're good at thinking about the goal, the outcome, the destination, where we want to be, what we want to accomplish, right? So it could be stuff like being debt-free, having a fit body, buying a house, going on vacation to Paris for the summer, buying a sports car, you know, getting certified, like all these things are outcomes and goals that many of us have set before. And we're typically pretty good at setting those. So that's not the problem that most people have. Now, some of us might still find it challenging because we want to pursue a lot of different things. We want to pursue multiple things. Sometimes we don't have the clarity, right? And if you don't have clarity, that's oftentimes the first step that we have to address. But for most of us, I find that this is the easy part. So if you have clarity, great. If you don't have it, it's the first thing we want to focus on. Because once you do have it, then making decisions around prioritization, what to focus on, what to ignore, how to prioritize stuff becomes really easy. And saying no to stuff becomes even easier because now you can say that Yes, this is important to me. This is what I want to focus on. And everything else can be either delayed, ignored, or uh, can be done at a different time, right? And so when you have clarity, you're saying yes to one thing, but you're also saying no to tons of other things, right? Just think about that for a moment. When you said yes to your life partner, when you got married, and you said, hey, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you, and you put a ring on it, and you got a ring, right? You said yes to that one person, but implicitly and explicitly, you also said no to thousands of other people who would be potential suitors for you. But now, because you have a life partner and a spouse, you can just focus on that person and you don't have to entertain all the other people that are coming into your life because you said yes to that person. The same thing is true with our goals. If we're going to commit to something, and this is my philosophy, if you're going to commit to that one goal you're also going to say no to all the other opportunities that are out there. And that's why having clarity is so important because when you don't have that, it's so easy to give in. It's so easy to overcommit. It's so easy to say, mm, yeah, let me give that a go. Let me give that a try or let me spend some time on that as well rather than just focusing on what matters most. So that's what clarity is all about. And that's the first step in the personal strategic planning method. And if you don't have clarity, Man, it's really hard to set good goals. It's really hard to focus. It's really hard to accomplish anything because it's kind of like saying, hey, you know what? I'm just going to drive west and then I'll see where I end up. And then oftentimes we never end up where we really want to be, right? So make sure you have clarity. And inside the course, I will give you like homework and instructions on how to get there if you're not having it. But if you do have it, great. Then let's move on to the second part, which is gap analysis. So most of us are pretty good at clarity, but I would say 95%, 99% of people suck at gap analysis. And they go straight to the third thing, which is strategy. So most of us set a goal, say, hey, I want a fit body. I want to buy a house. I want to get certified. And then they immediately create a plan. But the step that they're missing, and what I used to miss as well, is what I call gap analysis. And this is all about understanding where you are right now and figuring out what the gap is between you and your goal. And when you lack clarity, there's no way we can do gap analysis, right? It's kind of like, let's say I live in Austin and 
I don't like living here, which is not true because I love Austin, but let's just say I wanted to move elsewhere. Lack of clarity is saying, oh, I just want to move elsewhere. I would just want to be out of Austin or I want to live somewhere on the West Coast. Now, in your mind, you might think you have a vivid picture of what that is, but it's actually pretty unclear. You know, I might pack my bags, hop in a car and then drive west. But where do I end up? I might end up in Arizona, New Mexico, Southern California, or somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Did I get out of Austin? Yes. But I might have ended up in a worse situation. So that's an example of having a lack of clarity. But when you do have clarity, then you would say something like, oh, I want to live in Los Angeles. And when you are so specific and you know exactly where you want to end up, like maybe even to the, the neighborhood that you want to live in, now when you have that destination clearly defined, then you can do gap analysis, and which is the second step. So in order to do gap analysis, like I mentioned earlier, you want to understand where you are now and where you want to end up and what's the gap between that. And so if I understand that I want to end up in Los Angeles and I'm here in Austin, sure, there's a physical gap, right, distance. But then also when I dive deeper into where I am today, I have to think of my resources, my timing, and everything else that I have going on in my life. So for example, I might say that, which is true, I don't have a car. I've been car-free for almost a, almost a decade now, yeah. And what's my mode of transportation to get to Los Angeles then, right? Uh, let's just say I only have $5,000 in my bank accounts. And let's just say I have a job right now that doesn't allow me to work remote. And let's just say that my lease where I am at is still having like four months left, okay? Because I got really clear on what my current situation is, now I can create a specific plan to move to Los Angeles because I can't move today because I would have to break my lease. There's probably a fee associated. I don't have a lot of money in my bank account, so I probably couldn't afford that. You know, what do I do with my stuff, right? And so now I have to change direction a little bit and create a different plan. But notice how specific I was. So with this in mind, when I do gap analysis, I can realistically say that, okay, yes, I wanna end up in Los Angeles. It might take me four months to get there. So now I have four months of planning and execution and things to do to make sure that I end up in Los Angeles in like four months from now. So I might have to get rid of stuff, finding a new job, since I don't have the option to work remote. You know, since I don't have a car, I have to fly out there or maybe I have to buy a car, right? So now I can actually create a little bit of a plan to end up where I want to be. So here's the thing though, from working with so many different people on goal setting, the hardest part of goal setting is this second step. And it's also the step that most people miss, which is gap analysis. It's taking the inventory of where you are today and then figuring out what that gap is. And a strategy, which is the next step, which we'll get to in a little bit, is really about how do we close that gap now? And so most people skip the step of gap analysis, and then they end up creating plans that just never work. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, one. 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. 
That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Managed risks, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need, all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash TPS. That's netsuite.com slash TPS to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash TPS. So to give you an analogy, let's say you and I are playing a game, right? Or we're in a basketball game. And let's say we're two points behind. Now, the distance or the gap might be two points. However, the strategy to win the game might be very different depending on how much time we have left, right? If we're in the first quarter of our basketball game and we're two points behind, our strategy to win is going to be vastly different when we only have one minute left in the final quarter of the game. Even though the distance is the same, two points, The strategy changes depending on the time that we have available, right? So I'm hoping you started to notice why gap analysis is so important and why contacts matter so much and understanding what your current situation is. It's the same thing with weight loss. Like we might have the same goal of getting fit or looking a certain way, but the strategy you and I might have is going to be very different because let's say I'm 50 pounds overweight my strategy to get to the body I want is going to be vastly different than maybe from you who's maybe less to say five pounds overweight. Even though the goal might be the same, the plans to get there are very different depending on what our starting point is. Does that make sense? Are you seeing why it's so important to take into consideration where you are today? And that's what gap analysis allows you to do, right? And so inside the course, I will actually walk you through how you can do gap analysis and making sure you understand, okay, what's my current situation? What are my resources? What are my options? Because that will affect the plan that you create. And so if you're feeling a goal setting and you've tried a lot of different things, maybe you've almost given up on goal setting altogether. I bet you it's probably because you haven't done gap analysis. You haven't really looked closely at what your starting point was. But once you do that, then the strategy piece, which is the third part of personal strategic planning, becomes really easy. So let's just dive into that now. So part three of personal strategic planning is strategy. And that's really about creating a plan. Now, becoming good at this is relatively easy if you get really good at one, having clarity, which is step number one, and two, doing gap analysis. Because once you have that in place, creating a plan is actually the easy part. So whenever I work with clients, gap analysis is always very difficult because they're typically pretty good at the vision, the outcome that they're looking for, but they have a hard time figuring out like what's their starting point. And once we have that in place and we figure out the gap, then creating a plan to close that gap is pretty easy. So to give an example, I was working with a a client and his vision for himself was he wanted to earn more money. He was preparing to, you know, have a kid in the near future. And he was kind of thinking a few years ahead and said, you know, I want to start earning more money so we can live in the right neighborhood, make sure that the kid is set up for success, you know, buy a different house and so on. 
And so he knew that the path to get there was to get certified and work a particular field or role. And so I said, okay, that's interesting. So we know what we want, right? You want to get a certification and you want essentially a high, higher paying job. And I said, okay, what kind of certification do you want then? Right. And so we had to do some research. And so since he was in the IT industry or tech field, we kind of narrowed down the scope and we said, okay, what are all the different options that we have available? So we looked at, you know, general IT, cybersecurity, AWS, which is like clouds stuff, uh, coding, blockchain, right? So we had a lot of different options. And so we had to get more specific on his vision and clarity, okay? And long story short, after doing a lot of research and me coaching him, asking him multiple questions, he figured out that he wanted to become certified in this certification called CISSP, which stands for Certified Information Systems Security Professional. So long story short, if he got the certification, he would probably earn six figures for the first time in his life. And that would be life-changing money for him and for his future and for his wife and future kids. But we also found out that his current employer had job openings for this particular role. And we also did a little bit of research in terms of his uh, local area and seemed like a lot of other companies were hiring for this particular certification as well. So even if he didn't have a shot at his local company, the one he was currently at, uh, he would potentially have the option to pursue this at another company, right? And so what's great about this is we got clear on what he wanted, and then we kind of started doing gap analysis of, you know, how much more would he get paid? What are the options that are available? And then we also got clear on how much time would it take for him to go through the certification? So when we got to the gap analysis part and we got really clear on what was needed to get him certified, we realized, okay, on average, it takes about 150 hours, so 150, of studying time for the certification, okay? Now, the other thing is he wanted to get it done in four months uh, for particular reasons uh, that I can't really share in detail, but he needed to get this done in four months. And so I said, okay, if the average person needs 150 hours of studying time, and you want to get this done in four months, if you divide 150 by four, that means that he needs to study 38 hours a month, which is roughly 10 hours a week, right? So just rounding up a little bit. So I asked him, okay, how much time do you have available to study right now? Now, if I never asked this question with him and we never did gap analysis, most people would just go, okay, I want to get certified in CISSP, right? And I'm just going to start studying starting today, tomorrow, the day after that, next week. Right? And then hope and pray that it will work out somehow in four months. Now, that's what I call hope strategy. And that typically never really works. And people kind of flame out after doing that. So what I did is I took some additional steps with him. And I said, okay, seems like you have to start at 10 hours a week, 38 hours a month. How do we break this down? And what do we have available right now? And so when I looked at his calendar, and we kind of worked through what he was committed to, what he had to do, what was coming up, he realized, uh, actually... He only has two hours a week available to study. So if he went on this path, never doing gap analysis, guess what? He would never succeed at his goal and he would probably give up very early on because he realized he would just never get there, right? And so this is why I think most people fail at goal setting because they never do the detailed gap analysis. So we realized, okay, there's a gap of eight hours that you have to figure out on your calendar per week to make up for that so that you can complete the certification in four months, 
Okay. So long story short, we went through his calendar and we realized, okay, there's some trade-offs that we have to make in order for you to study enough and get the certification in a time that you wanted to get done. And so long story short, I noticed that he was playing squash multiple times a week. I said, hey, what if you played squash only once a week instead of four times a week? How much time would you then free up, right? And he would free up a lot more time that way. And then I started asking additional questions. And so long story short, we ended up freeing up the eight hours that he was looking for by just making temporary decisions about what he would do. So he would stop playing squash multiple times a week. He would give up some time watching TV. He would give up some time spending time with friends and doing social activities just for the next four months so he could focus on studying. So here's another lesson. In order to accomplish any goal, we oftentimes have to make trade-offs and tough decisions about what we temporarily want to give up so that we can get the outcome that we're looking for. Notice that I didn't mention that he eliminated it, right? He still played squash once a week, but he had just had to eliminate three times of extra playing time so that he could use that for studying. So now that we kind of had a clear deck of figuring out ways for him to study, then the actual studying part became a lot easier, right? So allocating time on his calendar, when he would study, planning two weeks ahead, he would be able to have a clear roadmap of when he would study, what he would study, and having somewhat of a predictable path to get to the certification process in about four months. And that really is the strategy part. And that was the hard part. The easy part after that is just following his calendar, studying for the certification, and then actually doing the final test so that he would get it, right? So I'm hoping this is making sense. I'm hoping you're starting to realize that goal setting doesn't have to be that hard or difficult or a hope strategy. You can actually create a very predictable path to get to the goal that you want, that you set for yourself. Because if you think about it, most goals that people set, if you accomplish your goal, it can be life-changing for many people. So we put that in that context, it's worth making some temporary trade-offs, making some temporary sacrifices to get what you want, right? Don't you agree, right? If you could, for example, have a million dollars, and if you had to wake up at 5 a.m. for a whole month, could you do it? I bet many of you could. <laughs> Even if you're a night owl, you would wake up at 5 a.m. every single morning for a whole month if you knew that it would net you a million dollars. Like that's just, you know, maybe an extreme example, but just that's just to illustrate how when you set the right goals and it can be life-changing for you, you're willing to do the work. You're willing to do what it takes to get there. Now, I'm just helping you fill in the missing pieces to make sure that we have an actionable plan to get there, right? And so now that we've come to the end of this episode, I want you to start thinking about your 2024 goals. Do you have clarity? Have you done gap analysis? Do you have a strategy in place? For most of you, I'm going to guess that you're pretty good at clarity, but you might be missing the gap analysis part. And so I want you to start thinking about your 2024 goals and what's the gap that's there or what are the gaps that you have that are holding you back from accomplishing your goals. And if you wanted to dive deeper into that, I cover this in much more detail inside of our 90-day goal getter course. Uh, again, it's now open for enrollment for only one week, and we only open it up once a year. So if you want to join this program, go to theproductivityshow.com slash goals, and we'll have a link here in the show notes as well, so you can enroll and get access and be uh, ready for 2024.
And if you don't decide to enroll, that's okay too. I want you to take action on the things that I share with you here today because I know it's going to make a massive difference, okay? So think about your 2024 goals and specifically what's the gap analysis that you have to do there. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. Let us know on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Email us at podcast at asianefficiency.com. And uh, I look forward to having you back again next week when we come back with Brooks. And I'll see you in the next episode.